You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. And this is Kevin. And for those of you who don't know, we have big news. Who does? You know, nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> but we do. We've got news. we got news. This will be the last Rolling Toe Show podcast. We're not going away. We're moving. And we can't tell you Shush. where we're moving yet. <laughs> but we are moving. All we know is that this is the last Rolling Toe Show podcast. Right. If you will keep up with us on Facebook or on LinkedIn, pretty soon you'll get the notices on where to find us. And uh, that's about all we can tell you right now. We've had a good three-year run on this podcast program. This is our 117th episode. Right. We've kind of enjoyed all this. We've learned a lot. And now we're moving on out. Right. So uh, if you have questions. Rolling on, as it were. Moving on, yes. Rolling on. Rolling on? Rolling rolling on. Cool. That's good. If you have questions or comments, please push one on your phone dial. That will put you in line so we know you have a question or a comment. Not questions about where we're going. Well, they can ask all they want. We just they can't can, answer. We just can't tell you. Just, just can't tell you. Sorry. If I did, I'd have to kill you. Mm. Oh, wait a minute. No, that was special forces <laughs> or military intelligence uh, yeah. or one of them guys. Se- military secrets. Yes, yeah. right. Okay. But we will get through this last hour with fun. And um, hopefully no singing and no dirty jokes, because there'll be lots of people asking questions and comments. Of course. And on to the tire program. Now, what have you got new and exciting from this week? Um, well, I've got some. I've got a trip I'm taking. You got a trip you're taking? I'm flying to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, for uh, the. The National East Service Managers Meeting. Yes, you're going to do a presentation to them for an hour and a half or so? About an hour and a half, yeah. Yeah. Fly in, fly out, same day. Same day. Nice deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm leaving Monday to go to Uvalde, Texas, to the Continental General Proving Grounds. I'll be there all week doing training. Right. And uh, so that'll be fun. It'll be a week. And the temperatures down there are going to be from the mid to upper 90s the whole week. Well, it is late May and... I suppose. Yeah, South Texas. Texas. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I had a great time this week working with a guy on a crane. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's now we're a not, fun one. We're not talking about a bird with wings crane. Right. We're talking about no, a road crane. This was on a Peterbilt chassis. It right. was a 50-ton crane. Yes. It had two 20,000-pound steer axles. Mm-hmm. It had two drive axles with right. dual wheels. And it had two auxiliary liftable steering steerable auxiliary axles. Right. And it it was a 2016 model. Right. But because it drove so terrible, it only had 8,000 miles on it. And over it would drive terrible over 55 miles. An just hour. drive horrible, and it was directionally right. unstable, and they couldn't, right. and it was just horrible. And trying to figure out why it was unstable, they did find out some things. Yes. Um. We'll we'll leave some of the more embarrassing details out to keep the main. Like the fact that the hole they drilled in the frame were three quarters of an inch, and the bolts they put them were five eighths. I was trying to keep that secret. I'm not keeping it secret. I'm telling everybody. (laughs) So they figured that out. They drilled out the holes in the hangers so that everything fit, 
and uh, the axles, uh, the drive axles had some off-center problems. They got those fixed. They got that fixed. And um, the they toe had some timing issues. They got that fixed. Toe and timing on the on the dual steers was wrong. My, my impression, based on the speed range and where they were feeling the problem, mm-hmm. was that it was coming from the rear end. That was our gut feeling. Yeah. We thought it was from the rear because the steering wheel would be stable, yeah. but the truck seemed to float left right. and right and directionally unstable. Now, this was after they fixed all the stuff, and the truck was 50% better after they got right. all this stuff done, but it still had this problem. Right. They said they could disconnect the, the crane at the front, and it wasn't as bad, but now you've got this big bowl and hook swinging back and forth. In front of you. Yeah, yeah. So they had That's to hook it all good. back up. Um, we finally got to the point where I said, you need to call the suspension people that designed this suspension that's linked is the company and ask them if they have any suggestions of the caster on the liftable steerable axles or whatever, because it's beyond us now. Right. So they called them up and they worked with them for a while. And then they called me back and they said, guess what we found? I said, what'd you find? Said the link people were really helpful. They had us check this and check this, and that was okay. And then they said, we want the scale tickets on this vehicle to see how much weight is where. It turned out that the two steering axles, which were capable of carrying 20,000 pounds each, were carrying 12,000 pounds each. They didn't have enough weight on the front end of the truck, and at high speeds, the centrifugal force was causing the steer tires to balloon out, Mm -hmm. and they were floating back and forth. They just the whole thing, the whole confounded uh, contraption, just was floating down the road. It was like a guy running down the road on his tiptoes. Right. So they had them lift the front auxiliary axle by the drive axle, which put more weight on the steer, and they said it was fifty percent better. And so uh, they called me back and they said, "Okay, this is what we found. What do you suggest?" I said, "Send it back to the people to build it." Right. <laughs> I, I think you could throw on some weights like they do on the front of a tractor. Yeah, yeah. But, but but why would you make more weight on it? Now, I didn't ask whether the rear was too heavy or if it was just the front was too light. Right. That we loaded. don't know. All that we would, know is yeah. the steer axle wasn't carrying. Somebody didn't now, get their sums this. right. They didn't have the weight where it was supposed to be. Right. We've seen that before. If you are, uh, I, one, one case was one of those little bitty Hino or Mitsubishi trucks, a uh, mm-hmm. uh, cab over mm-hmm. with, a, with a short, box on it with the the axle practically in the middle of the box and a big old tommy gate on the back end of it lifting the front of the truck up yeah and yeah every time they loaded it they were just putting the stuff right there by the door right so i said just when you load it just move everything to the front of the box right hopefully you'll hopefully i had a case down in birmingham alabama with some garbage trucks right that were pushing through the corners they wouldn't turn and what it only finally came down to was they put it over scale and found out that the front end of the truck, which had a 12,000-pound front axle, was only carrying 6,000 pounds because the trash compactor body was hanging too far behind the drive axles. Right. Their, their, their duals weren't having the issue. It was only the singles that were. Oh, these were all so, singles. Okay. All right. Single drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, so anyway. It's crazy stuff. Some of the fun stuff we run into. Now, we do have three people up here with questions or comments. They pushed one on their phone. Right. The first one is an 804 area code. Kevin, where do you think 804 is? I think 804 is from Montana. Wrong. Okay. Of course, we knew you were wrong before we started. <laughs> he's in, he is Virginia. Virginia. Now, do you think he's in Virginia? In Virginia? Well, the weather is beautiful. It's pretty nice in Virginia this time. Right. Let's find out if he's in Virginia. I think he is. 
right. Hello, Virginia. Hello, Virginia. Hello, fellas. How are you? Ah, uh, we're doing <laughs> just fine. And yourself? I'm good, and I'm in Virginia's right, but I'm in Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska, you're just a short hop from us. We're in Iowa, okay. Right, right yeah, well, I just kind of cut through personal Iowa not too long ago. Coming okay. back from Alabama. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, coming back from Alabama sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so what's that's up? what I said. Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas I was like, dang, I'm not stopping. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I know. So, so what's I got up? the fellas a while back, um, and I went from he told me to put. Uh, so I have two part question. I'm in a yeah. 2016 Freightliner Cascadia. I got bought it. it in August, uh, this last August. Uh, I, I put Michelin, the Michelin X line, whatever, on the steers. That's all I run on the steers. Okay. But on the drives, they had the guy just kind of threw on what was available. The first axle had uh, double coin, four double coins across, and the mm-hmm. back axle had four Toyos. Okay. Okay. Um, so it was all wearing funny, but they were real. They were practically new, and so mm-hmm. I gotta run them out before I replace them. But they they're all wearing funny. So first thing I did was crisscross rotate them. Mm-hmm. I've done that. So like I said, I, I remember you told me 120 on the stairs, which I've done, and they're wearing really well. But Good. I don't re- recall, because you told me if I was running 110 on the stairs and something on the drives, and you told me to bump it up to 120 on the stairs, but I don't remember what you told me to run the drives on. I've been running, running them at 110. That's still um, a little high. I would drop them down to 95 to 100. That's fine. Because the drives, to 100. yeah, the minimum pressure okay. on the drives is 70. Okay. Right. The the minimum pressure on the steer is 110. Right. Okay. So running 120 in the steer is good. That gives me 10 extra pounds pressure. Running 110 in the rears, you're like 40 pounds over inflated. I, I would drop that back to between 95 and 100. Now, I have heard okay. that that might be good for fuel economy. What the one ten? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but it's lousy for tire wear, and it's lousy for traction. Right. Because you know you're danced on the footprint. Like right. Right. With that twin steer. Okay. Okay. So okay, so that was one part of it. Now I'm going to change the tires uh, to, you know, these are the knobby deep tread, and I'm going to go to the. Well, I I used to run the Michelin drives, but they're just kind of too expensive, and the Hancock has mm-hmm. come out. And our mm-hmm. company has used those, which is the same idea as the Michelin. They're just half the cost. Well, not half. Right. But, right. Uh, so I'm going to go to those. So even in, in that style tire, that's not the deep knobby tread, is still run them at 95 to, to 100? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yes. So one other, now, one other thing. Okay, go ahead. You said the drive tires are wearing kind of funny. How are they wearing funny? What are they wearing like? Okay, so if you okay, so you visualize a double coin, yep. and you've got one of the coins that is normal, and the other one is losing rubber. So you can see mm-hmm. one like it's light, and one is dark, and it's doing that over 
a couple of the tires, and, and the other two, the tread is basically. I'm, I'm going to have to. Cha- I'm getting ready to change everything, but they are they're mm-hmm. they've worn way down smoothly. But the other ones are doing that mismatched double coin where one is obviously higher material and the, and then the other one is low material. I don't even know how it could do that. Okay, <laughs> now you're talking from lug to lug on the same tire, right? Yeah, right, right. That we we call that alternate lug wear. And it's doing it on one tire on both of the center line of lugs. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Right. It's in the okay. center for sure. And I think both tires are doing it. Is it yeah. both on the, uh, in a pair or is it one on one pair and one on another pair? Um, I think it's on the, the first axle. And mm-hmm. I think, if I recall, it's just on the outside tire. On both sides? I'd have to really look again. Uh, no, I don't think so. I'd really, okay. honestly, I'd have to get out and look again. Well, are, are you driving? Are you driving, yeah? Yeah, I'm almost done, but I, I've got about 20 miles to go. <laughs> Can you put it on, could you put it on cruise control and run alongside? Yeah, just, just yeah, hold just, on, just, I, let me, <laughs> I got to get, my, I gotta get my shoes on, though. All right. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> You can go around, just get around the sleeper, and if you can just if you can just peel down there. You know, I think it. I notice it. <laughs> I notice it more on the driver's side. I I don't think that, and if it is, it's not as obvious. But it's definitely okay, right. noticeable on the first axle outside tire on the driver's side. Okay, all right. Here's when we're losing alternate lugs like that in the center of a tire like that. It usually uh-huh. indicates that that tire ran underinflated for a while. Right. Okay. And and even if it ran underinflated for a week and the other guy was driving it, you know, he had those on there and he started the pattern and you keep the inflation right, once that pattern starts, it will never stop. Right. Right. The one lug, the slipping lug is always going to slip. Yeah. So I, do, I don't. I can't think of anything you did that would cause that unless you tell me, oh, well, that tire did run low on me for a week, and then I aired it up. No, they were like that when I, when, I, when I picked the checkup. Yeah, when I, yeah. when I bought the truck, they were already like that, and that's why yeah. um, I, I did everything, and I crisscross-rotated them. Now, I haven't crisscross-rotated them again since I did yeah. that, and that was over... Um, uh, it's been since August because I wasn't sure. Yeah, that's uh, okay. That's that's okay because yeah. crisscross rotating won't help that problem. Yeah. Once okay. that tire has started that pattern because he let it run low on air at some time, maybe he had a nail in it, it got low, it started the pattern, he fixed the nail hole, now the tire's holding air, but the pattern's there and it's not going to go away. Right. Okay. Okay. Okay? So. Very good. So. Very good on that. I'm going to change the tires. I got the air pressure. Real quick opinion on, I know that freight liners are called freight shakers for a reason. But mm-hmm. I'm curious, um, I just put on all brand new shocks all the way around because I had three of the six leaky. And that mm-hmm. really helped because they were really bad and it was jarring my teeth everywhere. So that's helped. Mm-hmm. But every freight liner I've had, and I can't remember on my Kenworth, but behind in the sleeper, I can be going down fairly good, nice pavement, 
and everything is fine. It still vibrates, but like now it starts just shaking like crazy in the back on the driver's side, or that's where I hear it the most. It just right now it's rattling like mad. Is that a tire thing? A suspension very, thing? That could very easily uh, be that drive tire that's out of balance, right? Because of all the cupping that's in it. Okay. Okay, so it could be more than likely like uh, balance issues. So when I get my new tires, I'm going to put. I have my uh, balance masters to put on. So yes, maybe it's perfect. just a balance yeah. issue. Cause, okay. Yeah, put new tires on, right. put the balance on, and then we can call me back and we can discuss if we need to do anything else. Right. Okay, bud. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. And I'll look, I'm. you said you're leaving, so i got to get you on <laughs> Facebook to find out where you're going to pop up next, right? Exactly. That's exactly right. Facebook, look for MD Alignment Services on Facebook, and you can. we'll, we'll be posting what's going on. Yep. Cool. I can, I can stalk you guys. You can have a stalker. I need a stalker. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Thank you. We'll uh, see you or hear from you next time. You got it. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. That was a good call. A good was, call, yeah. 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 Making progress. Then. <clears throat> okay. I just wish he had a strobe light. She. Then he could have gone out on the she. back and checked that pattern. She. 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 Or she had a strobe light. Yeah. Could have gone out on the back of that thing and checked that. Uh, well, I want to see her hanging on the side of the truck like you see the guys in the movies do. Exactly. They come up the side of the truck and then they smack the driver in the face. Uh, and then they get in and they drive it and it doesn't go off the road. Right. Yeah. It just right. keeps driving nice and straight. Yeah, strange. I believe that all. Okay. What's the next area code? Uh, 706. 706. Oh, okay. Where do you think? Seven. I think it's, uh, I think it's Texas. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. Okay, just a little down the coast from the other area code. The whole night through. Okay, in Georgia or out of Georgia? What? In Georgia or out of Georgia? Out of Georgia. It's not that big of a city. Okay, fine. All right. All right. Hello, Georgia. Hey. Hey, I'm actually still in Georgia. <laughs> uh, See, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm headed out, though. But uh, the problem I have, I have a 1983 Datsun. Oh, my God. Somebody hang to... up with this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we're going to. I've, I've been trying to get this uh, uh, vibration straightened out. and I've, I've had it in three shops, and nobody can figure it out. I've Is this something the, uh, you're, re- you're really attached to? Uh, yes. Okay, so a half a stick of dynamite doesn't sound like a good solution. <laughs> no, that wouldn't work too well. <laughs> All right, we will try and take a shot at this, but remember, one, this is out of our field. I'm saying we only say yeah. this because we only have one other question. Right. So, what the when you feel the vibration, does it show up first oh. in your steering wheel or in your feet and seat? Feet and seat, and okay. usually around it's, forty forty something miles an hour. Is this a is this a rear wheel drive or a front wheel drive vehicle? It's it's actually four wheel drive, but it does it in uh, when I'm running it in rear wheel drive. If you click it into four wheel drive, does it do it? I've never tried that. Okay, all right. Well, we'll ignore that for now. I'll give you a pass on that one. All right. Since it shows up in your seat and feet. And since it is a rear-wheel drive vehicle, it is a driveline vibration. Okay? Okay. 
What have you done for balance in the rear? Anything? Uh, <clears throat> I've had the uh, tires taken off and rebalanced, and I actually put uh, two brand-new rear tires on and had them uh, speed balance. Okay, and so forget, the, the forget that then. Forget <clears throat> that then. Okay. Is it disc brakes or drum brakes? Uh, drum brakes. Drum brakes. Did you at any time do anything with the drums? Uh, no, sir. Okay, so it is possible that you've got a drum that is out of balance and causing a problem. Right. That's possible. Okay. And it would be possible to just, well, no, I guess you can't really take them off because then the wheel won't sit. That would be very difficult to take to. Yeah, okay. All right, so that's one possibility. Second is it could be anything in the drive shaft because you've specified that the vibration occurs at about 40 miles an hour, correct? Yes, sir. Can you drive through the vibration, or does it vibrate no matter what speed you go past 40? I've run up to 75, and it's still vibrating. Okay, all right. Does it get worse? <clears throat> does it, yeah, does uh, it get worse the past the you? Same. It, it, okay. It's about the same. It's just... Okay. Now, remember that anything that is constant with speed, regardless of what you gear you're in, has to be from the transmission back, Okay. okay. The engine RPM doesn't do it because in a low gear at high RPM, it doesn't vibrate, so that's not it. Right. It doesn't matter what gear you're in, so the transmission's not doing it. It has to be something that is involved, a rotation that rotates comparable to the wheels. Yeah, there's, there's another okay. interest. I don't know if we passed this or if this is relevant. I don't work on these, but if you pushed in the clutch while you were Traveling it, at 60 it still vibrates. It still oh, vibrates. So okay. it's not the yeah. clutch. It's not the transmission. It's not the engine. It's not the counterbalance on the front and the engine. It could be a bent drive shaft. Could be. It could be an out of balance drive shaft. <clears throat> it might be universal joints, but I doubt it. It could be something in the rear gears inside the diff. It could be in the drive shafts coming from the diff out to the wheels, or it could be the brake drums. Right. Okay. Something what, in uh, there has a problem. Do you think new shocks would help it? No. This is not a shock okay. problem. All right. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. going to yeah, You're going to end up uh, having to sort of piece by piece go through those things. Yeah. It's, this, is, this is not going to be easy trying to find it, but it's it's definitely in that section as opposed to the transmission clutch and that. It's definitely out the tires because you've already solved that. Um, this is something between there and... And I assume when they took it off and they balanced the wheels, they checked to make sure the wheels were round and not bent. With hope. Yeah, because... Well, you, if they balanced it. You put it on the balance machine, you're going to see that. So yeah. it's all this other stuff that it could be in. Yep. There's your problem. Okay. Nothing... As we said before, nothing a stick of dynamite won't solve. Half a stick. Half a <laughs> stick. It's a small car. <laughs> small car. Right. Half a stick. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay, and I got, I got, I got one more question. Okay. When I put brand new tires on the on the uh, steers, my yep. steering wheel lines up perfectly, but yep. as they wear, their steering wheel slowly yep. goes to nine o'clock. Now, are we talking that, about this? This Datsun, or are you talk about your truck? It's, a, it's the same Datsun. The same Datsun. Okay. Yes, sir. And the vehicle drives reasonably straight. It doesn't have a pull. Everything's okay. Nope. 
no pull, drives straight, wears perfectly. I mean, the tires look excellent. And the the steering wheel turns a quarter of a degree after the tires are worn out. Quarter of a turn. Uh, after after as they're about about fifty percent, it goes a quarter turn. Quarter turn to the right or to the left? To, to the left. Yeah. It aims it to the left. Yeah. Okay, the problem is that this car was originally built to drive in Japan, and they drive on the opposite side of the road. <laughs> and so the steering wheel is trying to go home. <laughs> trying to get to the left lane. I have no idea why it's doing this. <laughs> no, that, that's an odd one, that you could have a 50% worn tire, take it off, put a, put on a... Uh, but you didn't replace the tire on the right side, did you? I mean, I, I put two tires on at a time. Yeah. yeah. When I put new tires on, it goes back to uh, straight, a perfect alignment, straight. And then yeah. as they wear, it turns quarter turns to the left. Kevin, do you have any question left on why I don't work on cars? <laughs> no, none at all. <laughs> uh, truck guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry we well, couldn't help I, you. I figured you guys would be the only people on our own earth that could probably help me with this thing. <laughs> I have about four ideas, and they all involve dynamite. Right. <laughs> Ways to buy a new car. Yeah, yeah. Why are you driving that old of a car? Well, I like it. <laughs> you like it? Um, it's, it's, what it's, kind it's, of a... Yeah, it's a Datsun 2... It's a Datsun 720. Drive. What exactly is it? Is 720. It a yeah. The 720. It's not even a sunbeam. <laughs> oh, well. Sorry I couldn't help you on that. You stumped the chump All tonight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have a great day. Are right, you too. Yeah, bye-bye. Okay. Okay. That's the kind of weird stuff we get on our last show. Isn't it? Of course yeah, it is. Of the course. stuff that we would actually try to answer. Not that we care. <laughs> What's the next phone number? The next one is 316. 316. What's your guess? Um, Oh, I'll go with Misery. You're close. Kansas. Kansas. This is Kansas. Flatlanders. Wheat fields. Feels right. Right. Uh, Clark Kent, Superman. (laughs) No. There you go. Is he from Kansas? Yeah. I could. could. He landed in Kansas. Did he? Yeah. What a good place to land. Sure. Then he went to Metropolis. Ah. Yeah. Farm boy from Kansas. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is he in Kansas? Yes. Yeah, you can't get out of Kansas. Can't, yeah, you're stuck there. Yeah. Hello, Hello, Kansas. Yeah. Howdy, howdy from Missouri. Howdy. He's Missouri. in Missouri today, huh? Missouri. Okay. Yeah, I was right about the Missouri. Yeah, yeah, I left Kansas, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's the idea? What do you got to think about these alignment pins to center your steer on a hub pilot? Oh, yeah. Oh, love them. The true, Love the true balance. Now, are you talking about the pins that you put on before you put the wheels on? Or are you talking about the sleeves that go on the studs that center both the drum and the rim? Either or. Either or. And then I saw some, they were called OTC brand, that mm-hmm. just slipped over the stud. And then you put the mm-hmm. wheel up there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. the, 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 first, the first ones you mentioned actually screw on. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, they're focusing mostly on, I guess, the wheel and not so much the drum. Right. I prefer the one that centers both, but either one is better than nothing. Okay? 
Okay, okay. Because we have just as many problems with off-center drums as we do off-center wheels. And they both cause okay. vibrations and tire wear problems. Okay, okay, okay. So the ones that center the drum, is that one where you take the drum off and put the little deals on, put the drum back on? And then the, the wheel goes on because the deal sticks out far enough and narrows down and it yep. centers the rim. Because the hole in the drum... Right. It's a different size than the hole in the rim. Right. Yeah. They're okay. fun. They're okay. not a problem. They're not a great problem. So those you recommend for every app? I haven't used them ever, and uh, all of a sudden I've got this vibration, it seems like, and I thought maybe that'd be something to try. It'd be certainly something to try, and I like them in all applications. Stud-centered wheels and drums is a world better than hub-piloted anything. Right. Now, what, you say you've got this okay. vibration. What is this vibration? Oh, I don't know. I just I think it's time for a new set of steers. It's one of those type of vibrations, you know. Okay. Okay. Because well, they're just about when worn you, out. When you go do, go do, to oh, yeah. go to TrueBalance.com and look up the parts and uh-huh. and it's tru-bal.com. Okay, that's the right. website, TRU-BL. And you can find the part numbers there. And if you want to buy them from a local supplier, they can probably help you find one close to you. And then when you go in to have your tires changed, take those in with you and tell the tire guy, put these on before you put it all back together. And at the same time, okay, I'm, sure I'm the tire guy. The <laughs> oh, you're the tire guy. Okay, good. Yeah. And then make <laughs> yeah. sure you balance yeah. the tires, too. Tell yourself to put them on. Yeah. Write yourself and a you memo. do that only on the steers? Yeah, right. Do you do that on the steers and the drives or not? I I recommend it on all wheel positions. Right, because they're all hub piloted right now. Right, 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 right. The first time they put them on, it that drum right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Sounds good. I'll go to True Balance, and that's who you'd recommend to get them from. And then, that's yep. who I then, recommend. Then you yep. wouldn't. Then you wouldn't need the the screw-on pins, then, would you really, or not? No. No, and it won't matter where you go. You have a tire taken off someplace for some reason, and they don't have the pins, and they put it back on. Who knows if it's centered? But if you put these sleeves on, they stay on the truck, and you're always centered no matter who takes it off and puts it on. Right. And and those go on. Tell me if I'm wrong or right. I don't know. You take the drum off, put the little sleeves on, and then put the drum back on. Is that right? Then the wheel, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. On like three positions. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. 12, 4, and 9, or 12, 4, and 8. Or whatever. That's what they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll get a set coming and we'll we'll put them on all the trucks, okay? How's that sound? Very good, buddy. All righty. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have, you. Thank have you. a great Appreciate day. Appreciate it. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yep. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay. All right. That, that was, was good. A good question. That was good. Yeah, it was. We covered some stuff there. All right. And I know this one. You do? It's 815. 815. It's in Illinois. It is Illinois. Illinois. Noisy ill. Okay, if very good. Wrong, yeah. Is he in Illinois? Uh, it depends on which direction he's driving. If south? He's driving south, he's still in Illinois. From Chicago, it takes forever to get out of Illinois going south. Yeah. I think he's in the state. Let's find out. All right. Hello, Illinois. He's in Michigan. 
He's in Michigan. He went north. He's going the other way. Yeah, he's going well, the other way. Just a hop, skip, and a jump. Cool. I didn't, Did go, you take I the, didn't go north. I went, I went east. Right. Did you take the ferry across the lake? <laughs> Boy, don't I wish I could do that and avoid all that traffic in northwest Indiana. It would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Tonight ain't so bad, but during the, during the, during the week, around oh, rush horrible. hour, yeah, not so easy. When I have to go east from Des Moines and I have to go through that area, I sit here and plan what time I'm going to leave Des Moines to make sure that five hours later I'm not in the traffic when I get there. All right. And right? it's like two, three hours for the traffic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. All right, so what's up? So I just got a comment. I okay. actually talked to you guys a couple of weeks ago about a vibration that I had and went to a driveline shop and found out where I had a loose bearing cap. The nuts uh-huh. weren't tightened down on the cap, and that caused a lot of vibration. And then uh-huh. I went and seen Jerry out in Clyde, Ohio, Thursday, uh-huh. and he put all actual bushings in my uh, rear suspension. Yes. And what a hell of a difference that made. Cool. I'm glad to hear that. Did he did and he reduce so now, the caster? In, did he reduce the caster in your front end too? He checked it. And he said that it was at 2.7. So he said, you know what? Oh, that's I'm fine. not going to mess with it. Yeah, All that's right. not worth doing. That's good. Right. And but I think I'm going to have him do my front springs. I. Mm-hmm. I thought I had my springs done like two or three years ago, and I was mm-hmm. thinking about getting natural bushings in the springs, and I finally found when I had my springs done last, and it's been a half a million miles, so I'm just going <laughs> to have to do the springs. I, th- I think you'd be surprised at how much softer the front end will run, and if he's going to do the natural springs in the front, or the bushings in the front, he's going to have the U-bolts apart. He might as well put a one-degree shim in there and reduce it down to 1.7. Reduce it on the 1.7, okay. Well, it's close to two. That's what you're shooting for is about two, okay? Well, or he can stick a, or he can stick a half a degree shim. A half shim a degree would probably be just Yeah, right. put a half a degree shim in there and get down to 2.2 because it'll help soften the front of the truck even more. I'll tell him what you said. Very well. good, buddy. Very good. I'm glad you're happy. Oh, un- it's unbelievable. He told me after he did it, he said, well, take it for a ride, and then he'll come back and tweak everything, and... I wasn't even out of the driveway, and I could tell there was a huge difference. <laughs> Those Atro bushings are good. Of course, any good bushing is good. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I had a million four on the bushings that he took out, and yeah. <laughs> he replaced he replaced those, and he replaced the torque arms with Atro mm-hmm. bushings in there, and it just it's just just a world of difference. It is a smooth rider, then you betcha. Yep. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, I thank you for calling. Have yourself a good time. And follow us on Facebook to see where we're going to go. Right. Everybody oh, I else. can't do that. I don't do, I don't do Facebook. <laughs> oh, well, how do you get notified of this show? Well, I get a text message that says, I get a text message, get a text that, message that says that you've got to start in 15 minutes. I believe the people who send those text messages out should send a notice out to everybody of where, where to go from now on. Right. What exactly is going to happen? Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Because those are the people we're Sounds working with. Sounds good. Yep. All righty, buddy. Okay. You have a great day. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right.
Satisfied customer. Yes, I like yeah, the satisfied customer. By the customer. way, if you're satisfied, we don't have very many of them. If anybody's satisfied with the with the service that they get from any of these garages or us, yeah, make sure to mention it on Google or Yelp or anything, or on our Facebook knows. page. We yeah. like to have re- re- yeah, put it on our Facebook. Yeah, page. we like that. Okay, what's this next one? The next one is nine five one. You got a wild ass guess? A wild guess for nine five one, California. Yep. You're right. Huh. <laughs> It was a wild guess. It was a wild guess, but you succeeded at that one. Is he in California? Yes, you can't get out of California. Because if you're California. California legal admission, you cannot leave the state. Right. All right. Yes, if you're, if you're legal in California, you're illegal everywhere else. Everywhere else. else. That's, That's correct. That's the program. All right. All right. Let's see where, what's going on. Hello, California. Hello, California. Hello. Hello there. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? We're doing great. Um, as first-time caller into your show, um, am I correct in that you guys discuss tires and such things like that? No, we don't know anything about it. We just discuss it. <laughs> okay, good. That's what I was hoping. Good. Um, question. I've, I've got um, Michelin X-Line Energies on my drives right now. Okay. I'm going to have to replace them in the next probably – 60 days. Okay. Um, I run with Landstar. I kind of, I kind of go everywhere except the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. They had Landstar had the Continental dealer at their yard in Fort Worth the other day. They were showing their new tires. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a new drive tire. Or at least that's what they're saying. That's called. It's an HDL2. Mm-hmm. And. He was telling me that in a side-by-side testing, that it outperformed the Michelin Energy energy Drive tires by 5%. Do you know anything about that, or do you know anything about the Continental tires? Yeah, I do know something about it. A little about Continental. Yeah. You know a little about Michelin and Continental. Yeah, I'll be at Continental's Proving Grounds all next week doing training and working with them. So, yeah, I know a little bit about Continental. Yeah, they listen to us. (laughs) They work with us. The Continental Fuel Economy okay. Test is exactly what he said it is. It does outperform the Michelin right now. Okay. Now, now I should probably stop talking at this point, shouldn't I, Kevin? <laughs> I think it's I, – I, I'm not sure. I think uh, it's probably a good idea. Probably well, a good idea. Well, we, I think there is something that we could definitely say about all of these tires, every one of these tires. Okay, here's, here's what I will say about these tires. Okay. Every time you improve the fuel economy characteristics of the tire, right, you reduce the durability of the tire. Right. And this is true okay. of the Michelin also. So you're going to get better fuel economy, but you probably have more regular wear. Good possibility. Okay. Now, so which, which side of the so, coin are you more interested in? Well, that's the thing. We always want the best of both worlds. Uh, of course it, we do. You yep. know, fuel economy, fuel economy has always been kind of like my big thing ever since I started listening to Kevin some years ago. And uh, yep. um, I'm just, you know, I mean, if I can get, if I can get 200,000 miles out of the tires, I'm usually pretty happy with that. Um, well, you should be able to get that. You should be able to get that. Yeah, there, yeah there's, okay, okay. there's three, there's actually three variables. There's your there's your okay. durability, there's your fuel economy, and there's your cost. Right. And so what's the cost right. comparison between the Conti and the Michelin? Right. 
for me, through my deal with Landstar, is that basically the Continentals are a hundred dollars less per tire. Buy them. Yeah, that's uh, you're talking about eight hundred dollars for the set. Yeah, that's easy. Buy them. And yeah, they're they're, they're not going to last that much less. Right. And they're going to actually save you some fuel. Yep. Okay. That's what I was trying to find out because uh, the guy couldn't tell me what the rolling resistance on the tire was. <laughs> yep. And the rolling resistance no. tests are legitimate. I have no problem with that at all. They right. are currently outperforming the Michelin. And if this tire, I've been working with them on their issues with their drive tires, and I do know they have this new one out, and, and they're really hoping it's going to resolve the, the problems they had. The biggest problem they've had with the, the older one was it were retained stones and stone drill. Okay? okay. This one, they think they've got that resolved. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, at a hundred bucks less a tire, I'd buy them. Yep. Okay. That's what right. I needed to know. Appreciate your help. Very good, buddy. And follow us on Facebook, and we'll let you know where we're going next. Yep. Yep. All right. Bye. All right. Okay, folks. We have managed to get through forty minutes. Yes. Just and, 40. And we had some good questions we and did. good comments. Was that the last question for the podcast? I it, guess that's the question. It could be because Was there are the no other people queued up that want to say anything or do anything. And I could sit here for 20 minutes and sing. Oh, Oklahoma, sure where the else. wind comes whistling down the plain. No. Oklahoma. Somebody just came on the line. <laughs> 231. Smart. 231. Where's 231? Three one. Well, two, two one three is L A. Three two one is Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Two three one. Two three one is the state of my birth. Michigan. 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 Let's let's find out if these guys in Michigan. All right. I think they are not. Okay. Hello, Michigan. 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 That's Man, the I one. I couldn't stand that singing. I couldn't stand that singing, so I heard it called. Well, I'll yeah. be in Michigan next weekend. I'll be in the Detroit area. Oh, I'm yeah. by Grand Rapids. Okay. Where'd you grow up at? Uh, I was born in Michigan in the Highland Park area, and then my folks moved to California when I was three. Oh. Mm-hmm. You weren't yeah. here very long, then. Not very long. That was a, nope. like a, that was a long move, man. Yeah. They were well, looking well, for anyway. some place they could. They couldn't use a snow shovel. Right. <laughs> well, they found that, all right. They did that. So what's up? Uh, nothing to do with tires or wheel vibration, but okay. I know uh, you've told me before on the tightening the nuts for the wheel bearings. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's your recommendations again? Okay. So well, we got to ask got? Some, got to ask a bunch of questions here. Yeah. Okay, are you going to well, be okay. adjusting the wheel nuts? Them. Are you going to adjust the wheel nuts with the wheels and drums on, or with an empty hub? Or the wheels and drums on. Okay. okay. Second question is: Is it a single nut or a double nut? <laughs> double nut. Double nut. Okay. Are you going to dismantle the thing, or you just want to snug them up with it still on there? Uh, I just want to snug them up. Okay. Protect them. So on your on your steer axle, the inner nut should be thirty five foot pounds. 
35 foot pounds, okay. Yep. And then jam the outer nut down. Good and tight. Yeah. Now this is this yep. is on a what? What year or model truck? Doesn't matter what year model. 98. Oh, okay. Yeah, 98 379. Yeah, yeah, doesn't right. matter. Then on the <laughs> duels, you want to tighten the inner nut to 75 foot pounds. And then jam 75. the outer nut down. Yes. Yep. Well, okay. what you're doing. And then, uh, what you're, I'm running super singles on the duels that may, or on the rear. Does that make any yeah. difference? Yeah, then make it 60. Right. <coughs> 60, not okay. As much weight. Now, what you're doing is you're pushing two tapered bearings together, and as they come together, they lift and center the hub on the bearing. Right. So, although 60 sounds like a lot of pressure, it takes that much pressure to lift up the drum, the tire, the rim, and everything and center it on the bearing. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. All right. So well, I got the front, a few days off, and I got it sitting by the shop. I thought, you know, I'll just check them nuts to see if they're set right or not. There you are. So pop the hub cap off, take the outer nut off. <laughs> the steers go to 35. The dual or the super singles go to 60. Okay. Okay. How about the trailer? Now that's got oh, that's got super singles on it too. 60 so again. Same, same. Same. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, that was easy enough. Yeah. yeah, we like easy yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. All right. You have a great right. day. Bye. Bye-bye. Too. Thanks for calling. Michigan. 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 Calls from all over. Yeah, who's this? 801. Didn't we have an 801 today? It, no, it's familiar, but it, is it not? Uh, oh, no, we didn't have an 801. Uh, it's not Mississippi. That's 601. Isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Utah. Utah. The Beehive State. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's the is Beehive that the State. haircuts? No, the Beehive. No, oh, not the beehives. haircut Beehive. No, Beehives. Okay. They raise bees out there. All right. Honey. Um, is it in Utah? Yes. Yeah, it's a big state. Kind big of state. Can't hardly get out of it. All right. Hello, Utah. No, can't get out of it at all. <laughs> cool. <laughs> What's Still up? in Utah. Hey, I just want to thank you guys for your show. It's been an awesome show. Uh, all of them. Thank you. I've learned a whole lot from you guys. Uh, yeah, that's really all I wanted to say. And I've, well, I've had a few product, products put on my truck, and it's helped with the balance on the steering mm-hmm. steer axle, and uh, I just put some more products on, and uh, hopefully these tires will last longer than the uh, Yokohamas I've been getting. Good, good. Well, we're not we're not disappearing. We're just moving. Yeah, we're moving. We can't we tell keep, you where we're moving to yet, us. but we're still going to be around. All right. Oh, either way. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad. I, we, yeah, I'm glad that you were listening. And we're and glad hope, we're able to help you. Yeah, I hope that the result of this is that you save money and you have an easier time driving your truck. That's it. Okay, buddy. It's a lot easier to you, drive it than it used to be. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Well, follow us on Facebook. If you have a review, you can put yep. it on Facebook or on Google. And yeah. keep listening, keep paying attention, because we're going to be back, and we will be continuing the Rolling Toe program. Somewhere. Somewhere. Okay? Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. 
that was cool. Yeah, sounds like a good one to end it on, I think. I don't see any reason not to. It has been fun. It's been real. We appreciate all your listeners out there and your comments and your feedback. And as I say, if you will keep your eyes and ears open on Facebook or LinkedIn, uh, we will be letting you know where we're going to be soon. Thank you all. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road. 